You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Let's expand the conversation since we're talking Ram football and bring in one of the greatest Rams of them all, the Hall of Famer Eric Dickerson. ED, thanks so much for coming back on the show. How are you? I'm good. How you doing? We are doing well. We were just talking about the MVP race between Tom Brady and Todd Gurley. How do you see it? Brady with the solid numbers once more. Gurley better than 2,000 yards from scrimmage. Well, you know, I know they always want to give it to the quarterback for sure. But, you know, I look at, I look at both of these teams. And, and if you would take Tom Brady away from the Patriots, uh, I think the Patriots would still make the playoffs. I think they're still a good football team. I always think Tom is probably the greatest quarterback to ever play. But he has one of the greatest coaches also. You know, I, I believe in that system that they have over there. If you take Todd Gurley away from the Rams, the Rams are pretty much like they were last year. They may be two or three games better, but not much, 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 much better than that. And I think that comes into effect. Of, you know, what do you mean to your team? I mean, and Todd has a great But so has Tom. He's had a great year, too. But, you know, I know that they love to give this award to quarterbacks because it's a quarterback league. But I think that really, for sure, Todd has earned this, this award this year. Ed, good to have you on the show, my brother. Um, I would say this about the New England Patriots. Even though quarterbacks do come in and play well, we saw what happened with uh, Jacoby Brissett and, and Jimmy Garoppolo. They got injured, so I don't think they would have lasted. And, and I think Sean McVay is the difference maker with, with how good that offense is, whether it's Ty Gurley or not. But he needs to be in there to get it done. Do you think their inexperience uh, will, will, will cause them to, to sputter just a little bit to the point where they may get behind when it comes down to scoring touchdowns and have to find themselves in some way to be able to get it done as a young football team? Well, look, I, I can think about when I first played my first playoff game, you know, as, as a rookie. Uh, it was just another game to me. I mean, I think football is football. You know, you know, you, it's, one, it's one and done if you lose the game. You know, when you get into the playoffs, you don't think about it. You think about, yeah, I'm in the playoff game. But the game is going on. You don't you don't think about oh I'm, I'm in the playoff game. I'm in the playoff game. You just think about playing football after that first hit, that first tackle, that first throw. Then we just playing football. And, and however the outcome is, that's how the outcome falls. Uh, I don't think that I know we have a young people say we have a young football team, but this is a football team, you know. And sometimes young teams don't realize, you know, hey, they're just young. I'm not worried about playing. I'm not worried about the playoffs or anything like that. When you look when you look at the Rams and, and watch them play and talk to the players, first thing they say is. I just want to play football. That's it. We don't care if it's playoffs or if it's a regular season game. So um, I expect them to play well this week. Hopefully, you know, being at home is, a, is always a plus. You know, we've done better on the road than we've done at home this year. But, you know, it's a playoff game. But like I say, I don't expect anything different from the Rams that I've seen all year long. Eric Dickerson is our guest on the NFL on TuneIn ED. You spend a lot of time around the team. You have a front office role. How long did it take you this year to come to the conclusion Sean McVay could be a very effective head coach in the NFL? Well, I think I was like a lot of people after last year's debacle, uh, the team showing up in L.A., uh, the offense was horrible. The defense is what the defense was last year. I think the defense won our four games that we had. And I think it had been so such a mediocre team for so long, I think you almost expected mediocrity out of whoever took that job. You just wasn't sure. You know, I didn't know who Sean McVay was. I'd heard about him. I talked to some players in Washington. They said, Eric, man, I'll tell you, man, he's a good guy. He's a good coach. He said he loves football. He knows football. He's a great offensive mind. And I would tell you, honestly, probably like week five, that's when I'm like, okay, we've got a pretty good team here. Because, you know, when you, when you see – you saw the team last year, they were so boring to watch offensively. I mean, the defense is what the defense was. But offensively, it was horrible. And this year, 
they're exciting to watch. They really are. They 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 bring back those memories of the greatest show on turf in St. Louis because they're that exciting. Eric, you wear one of the most luxurious sport coats in all of everything. That sports, life, everything. It's the gold jacket. It's the Hall of Fame jacket, my brother. Tell me about these two wide receivers named Randy Moss and T.O. Do you think these two guys get in the same way we saw Terrell, um, Terrell Davis as well as LT last year at the running back position? Well, why not? I mean, look, when I think of the Hall of Fame, you think, when, you think, when you talk about players, you talk about players who made an impact. I mean, an impact on the game when, when they played. You know, a, a team that, that played them had the game plan for them. That's what, that's what you have to look at. Terrell Owens was that guy. I mean, you might not like him. You might not like his antics or whatever you say, but as a player, you can't deny he was one of the greatest players ever played. You know, here's the guy that's second only behind Jerry Rice, but they're going to take receivers that's number ninth, tenth. It's like, okay, I'm, I, you got number one, but I don't want the second guy. I want the, I want the tenth guy. I mean, that doesn't, that doesn't even add up, you know. And same with Randy Moss. Randy Moss had a great NFL career. I mean, he had some troubles off the field, uh, you know, with the law and all that kind of stuff. But I always say, look, all of us are young. At that. You, you, when you're young, you're a different person when you get older. You just are. You, you look at life different. T.O.'s the same guy. T.O. was young. T.O.'s never had any running with the police, drugs, beating women, none of that kind of stuff. It comes down to sports writers not liking you. That's, what, that's all it is. I, I'll tell you the story. God told me when I got – and I got inducted. He said, Eric, he said, you were a unanimous choice. Except one guy would not vote for you. And he said, and he said I'm not going to say who he was. And I said, he said, he said he wouldn't vote for you because you held out. Now, what the hell does that have to do with playing football, holding out? Nothing. So I think both guys deserve it. So, Eric, to draw upon your answer, as a Hall of Famer, as one of the best in the history of our league at your position, do you think the Hall of Fame selection process needs to be altered and give former players more of a voice? Because right now, as you said, it's largely sports writers being the gatekeepers for Canton, Ohio. Most definitely. It, it should be changed because, look, I'm, I, you know, one thing about me is, is that I'm, I'm, like, I'm this guy. You might not like a guy. You might not uh, care for the guy. But if he could play football, I'm going to give him his just due. I mean, that's, that's what it comes down to. Some of these writers, they hold this grudge where he didn't talk to me. He didn't talk to my buddy. He treated me this way. So when I got, I can keep him out of can. So I just feel like that the players, the guys who played the game, the played against guys, look, the sports writers, they really don't know who can play. They, 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 see, they see a game. They don't see you play every week. Guys who you play against, I lined up against. To me, another guy that should be in the Hall of Fame is Dexter Manley. I just don't understand this. You, I played against Dexter Manley. I will never forget. I played against Bruce Smith. I played against Lawrence Taylor. I know how these guys. I played against um, Richard Dent. I know how well. I know how great these guys are. When you line up against them week after week, a month, I mean, a year after year, and you see them, you're like, man, these guys, this guy can play. So I just feel like it has to be something done to take some of this power away from these sports writers. Eddie, answer this question for me. I I propose this to my partner over here, Brian Weber, and he's been a pundit all his life when it comes to sports and does a phenomenal job. But every once in a while, some of these guys, I say these guys, I'm becoming the athlete now. I'm on your side. They have a tendency to gauge some things just a little different and sometimes inconsistent, especially when it comes to this award, when it comes out to the Hall of Fame. Because, T.O., it's it's laughable for why this guy is not in based on his numbers. They're just so good. It's second to none, and that's to even Jerry Rice. I said, you know what? 
These guys need to put on a full uniform at a camp for one period. <laughs> Buckle up the chin strap, put on the mouthpiece, put the pants on, the shoes, the shoulder pads, the whole gamut, and sit out there for 30 minutes to an hour and cover practice and get a level of appreciation. Understand that while guys been doing this from seven and all of a sudden got to the league and played their best football of their lives, now all of a sudden they get a chance to get in and they can't because you're doing sit-ups in the parking lot. What do, what is, what do, you, what do you think about these guys wearing uniforms like we did just one time, 30 minutes to an hour? Would that help? Let me tell you something. You know what? You know what? That's, that's, a, great, that's a great idea. But I didn't take it a step farther. Uh-oh. I would like them to get on the field. Oh, no. And take those hits. And take well, rush you know, they they you won't be able to do that. Like. They won't just, cover just, the game just, no more. Just, They'll be done. Just, just even if you're not in the play, just to see how fast <laughs> it is. Just to see how quick it is. And you can say, oh, hell no. I'm good. I'm going to go back and grab my pen and paper. <laughs> Just appreciation. That that that's all I'm saying. I'll probably it, never it get is. it. I mean, you know what? I'm it's just glad I know you guys. Guy, it's no different from a guy writing writing a, an article. Look, I wouldn't know how. I mean, I could write an article. It wouldn't be nothing like. It wouldn't be as, as good, even close to what a professional writer would write, right. a sports writer. You know, right. because that's his job. You know, that's what that's what he does the best. He's been doing it since he was a kid, and it's just like playing sports. You've been playing quarterback, like you you played quarterback when you was a kid. I played running back when I was a kid, so. As time goes on, you get better and better and better and better until you reach the, the pinnacle, and that's the National Football League. You can't go any higher there. Cordell wants me to put on the pad so I pass away, and he's a solo host. <laughs> Last one for me, E.D. <laughs> Jeff Fisher's looking for a new head coaching opportunity. What do you make of Fisher saying he left the Rams in good shape because the team is playing well? That's a sign that when Fisher walked away, everything was just fine with the Rams. You know... I'm going to a comedy show tonight, and the guest, the guest is going to be Jeff Fisher. He, he, he's a stand-up comedian that night. Man, please, are you kidding me? Let me tell you something. Jeff Fisher left this team. He, we had a good defense. We've had a good defense for years. Offensively, it was a joke, and I mean a big joke. We didn't know. We we had no idea what we were doing. I mean, when I watched the, the Rams play last year, I could almost tell you every play was going. It's going to open up. Was going to be a dive right, a dive left or check down, or five-yard out. Every game. I mean, it, it never changed. And for for Jeff to say that he left his team in pretty good shape, he said pretty good shape. <laughs> to me, that's a sign of just what he is. He's he's mediocre. He's a mediocre coach. I mean, you can't you can't live on mediocrity. Being 8-8, eight and eight, and they feel that's a good season. To me, 8-8 eight and eight is a losing season. I don't care how you cut it. I mean, I just don't believe in that. I'm all about when I, like Like when I told Jeff last year, I told him, I don't care about hurting your coach's feelings. I want my team to win. That's what I'm all about, winning. And so in L.A. right now, we're winning. The team is happier. The city is happier. And that's what it's all about. And like I told Jeff Fisher, I said, Jeff Fisher, I'm going to always be Eric Dickerson of the Los Angeles Rams. I said, that's why I wear that gold jacket. I said, you will be Jeff Fisher of the Tennessee Titans, the Chicago Bears, or wherever. I said, but I will, all be Eric, I will always be Eric Dickerson of the Los Angeles Rams. And, and I was right. E.D., always a pleasure. Thanks so much for coming back on the show. Great to see you on TV on Fox Sports 1. Keep it going. Look forward to saying hello in person when we get to the Super Bowl. For sure. Hey, take care, Cordell. Yeah, hey, you too, hey, bro. Good talking to you. Get, get him in those pads. Get him in those oh, pads. Yeah. I'm working on it right now. Thank you, Eric. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. All right. Bye. 
You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on Tune. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on. Tune in.